activated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You've wrapped packages, opened packages, and returned packages. Now it's time to get the best package that will give you peace of mind all year long. It's the Burkhardt Bundle and Save Package. Burkhardt will maintain your air conditioning system, your tankless water heater, and your generator all year long, and in return, you'll receive big savings. When it comes to an AC company you can trust, it's Burkhardt. Call Burkhardt today at 277-7520. That's 277-7520. Welcome, you're listening to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH Icon. You can listen at the iHeartRadio app, at the TuneIn Radio app, at NASH FM 106.1, also at ericasher.com. And uh, again, don't forget about uh, our podcast, which is available on all major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google, you name it, we're on it. If we're not for some reason, maybe you got your favorite podcasting platform and you'd like to see our show on, on that podcast, uh, why don't you go ahead and drop me a line at um, eric 
at ericasher.com, and I will do my best to get that on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, for all others, you can search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher, and you'll be able to find the podcast. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. At Eric underscore Asher is the Twitter page. Eric Asher is the um, Facebook page, and a lot to talk about today. want to, uh, again, uh, uh, thank Jude Young for handing it off to us. Again, the uh, UNO Privateers go down to the Rice Isles today, 23 to 62. Uh, and look, it's a beautiful day here in New Orleans, despite what happened over the weekend, right? Uh, with the Saints losing to Kansas City, and of course a great game uh, to end the season, uh, even though it was a nail biter right to the end, uh, with the LSU Tigers beating the Ole Miss Rebels 53 to 48 in a monsoon up in Tiger Stadium. Glenn Gilbo is going to break down LSU and the Saints for us. That's going to happen at 4:35. Larry Holder is going to break down the Saints for us, and of course we'll talk some Tulane, possibly some LSU with him. That'll happen at 5:35. And speaking of Tulane, uh, they're going to be in the uh, Famous Idaho Potato Bowl against Nevada. That is tomorrow. One of the first bowl games out there is tomorrow at 2.30 on ESPN. We now know who's going to be in the New Orleans Bowl as well. Louisiana Tech will take on Georgia Southern. Uh, That is in the New Orleans Bowl. That will be Wednesday uh, at 2 p.m. And the first responder bowl will will feature UL versus the University of Texas at San Antonio. Uh, And uh, on Saturday... Of course, we get the uh, – uh, that's on Saturday at 2.30. That's the, uh, it's the uh, first responder bowl. And then, of course, now we know who the final four teams will be in college. Clemson will take on Ohio State right here in New Orleans in the Sugar Bowl on, on January 1st. That's a 7.45 kickoff. Uh, before that, it will be Alabama versus Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl in Dallas. That's right, the Rose Bowl in Dallas. Uh, because they're not allowing fans into the Rose Bowl in California because of the, uh, of the tight restrictions that's going on in California because of COVID-19, uh, the committee decided to move this game to Dallas, and this game will be in Dallas. That, that'll give the uh, – the players' families an opportunity to be able to go to the game and see the game. Uh, the big question is, was, was Notre Dame worthy to be in this game? That's the big question. A lot of people feel that Cincinnati, who again came from the, from the group of five, maybe should have, should have jumped them. Some, some had talked about Texas A&M. Uh, but Notre Dame, with again their vast fan base and what they mean to television, you've got to believe is one of the reasons why they're, they're in this game. Notre Dame versus Alabama uh, in the first semifinal game on uh, on new year's day but let's get to the saints and and a lot to talk about when you talk about the new orleans saints first of all look normally you come back from a game like that 32 to 29 in which you lose to the world champions and and you're kind of kicking yourself this game was one and i talked about it on friday i thought the saints had a chance to win and and they did they had their chances to be able to win this game the game that frustrates me as usual is the game before and look this has happened in almost in every single season over the last few years where the Saints are poised to make, make a run in the playoffs. December, they start to get a little bit injured, and that's another thing that happened yesterday. It was a walking mash unit uh, for the Saints as, as bodies kept dropping. Uh, they had a lot of injuries before. We know Michael Thomas has now been put on into reserve uh, to, in an effort to try to heal that ankle to get him ready for the, uh, for the upcoming playoffs. Uh, but we saw a lot of players getting injured during that game yesterday. But to me, if you're going to be frustrated, I'm not frustrated with the loss to Kansas City because, again, I'm, 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 I'm hoping that the Saints get a second shot at Kansas City. And I hope they get a second shot at Kansas City with a full complement of players where, again, they're healthy going, you know, in the Super Bowl. I'm frustrated about the loss to Philadelphia. 
that's the one, again, that, that, again, when you look at it, going back to last year, the year before that, and the year before that, they stumble against a team that they should not stumble against. Look, the odds are was uh, no matter what was going to happen, they were going to lose to Kansas City in the Dome, okay? Uh, especially with the uncertainty about Breeze, you get into everything that's going on around, around this, this um, franchise right now uh, in terms of injuries, et cetera. And you knew it was going to be tough. But you should have beaten Philadelphia last week, and, and you didn't do it. So now your back is clearly against the wall, okay? Clearly against the wall in the last two games of the season because you want to be able to win the NFC South. Now, some are saying, wait, you're in the playoffs. Don't worry about it. Rest up. Do what you got to do. You got to win the NFC South. Now, you know, when, when it comes down to that. But yesterday was just a tall task. Look, we've seen enough of Mahomes at this point to know that he is a different type of quarterback, okay? Um, it. I mean, I keep trying to think of, of a player that you can – that you can maybe compare him to. And I don't know if you can find a player that you can compare him to because of, of his skill set. The defense held Mahomes under 300 yards passing yesterday. But he was impossible to deal with when you talk about extending plays. Extending plays with his leg, accurate throwing on the run. I mean, look, 99% of the quarterbacks in the offenses that the Saints defense played yesterday, the way they played, they, they would have dominated. Okay, they would have dominated. They had pressure on Mahomes all day long. The secondary had great coverage. But Mahomes' magic, extending those plays with his legs, nullified the, the, the coverage and, 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 again, also nullified the pressure in, in, in a lot of cases. You add to the fact that by the end of this game, the defense was on the field for 92 plays. I mean, that, that is unbelievable. 92 plays. They had 87 tackles in this game. 87 tackles in this game. Think about that, okay? 92 plays. The Saints offense had the ball 52 plays. The defense was just, they, they were exhausted by, by the, again, those last couple drives in the fourth quarter. And a lot of it had to do, again, with, with Mahomes. I mean, when, when you look at how the defense played, and I thought the defense played magnificently. Okay, nobody likes, again, seeing Cam Jordan get thrown out of the game. Uh, look, he, look, he has apologized on Twitter. There's no reason, again, he should have used his, his fist. He was getting held. Saints have been getting held consistently over, over the last few weeks with no calls. If I am Sean Payton and I am going to take cutouts from the films over the last few weeks and I am sending them to the league office and I'm going to say, what the hell is going on with my, my defensive line, with, with, again, my defense, with the ability to put pressure on the passer, and they're not getting a holding call. No holding calls in the last three weeks. It's amazing when you think about it. That would be the thing. I'd have one of these, one of these individuals that, again, is cutting film, doing cut-ups, and I'd send that to the league office showing every single hold that has happened with, against the Saints defense over the last three weeks and ultimately, again, come back and say, all right, what's the deal with the officiating here? Because it's, it's unbelievable that, again, they have not had the holding calls go their way. Okay? Besides that, you give a lot of props to the world champions. Okay, they're the world champions for a reason. But the Saints' defense was phenomenal, okay? When, when you talk about the fact that, again, they only had three sacks, they had 11 quarterback hits, okay? I mean, just – and that's what Mahomes running all over the field, extending plays with his legs and then throwing the ball at the last minute. And this wasn't like Jalen Hurts last week where he did one read, maybe you got a second read out of the guy, and, and then he took off and ran. No, Mahomes wasn't trying to be able to run for positive yardage. He was running to allow his, again, his fleet and fast wide receivers and Kelsey to be able to get open. And I thought the defense did as well as they could do, considering. They, they put a pounding on Mahomes. 
But yet again, Mahomes kept getting up. And as the, the announcer kept saying uh, the earlier, you know, take a lick it and keep on ticking. It was in one of the games earlier uh, in the game, like a Timex watch. That was, that was Mahomes on, on Sunday. I have nothing but respect for this kid, uh, the way he plays. I, I didn't know what he was going to be. I mean, he, he comes in the first year, you think maybe he's a flash in a pan. Looks the, what's the thing I say all the time? Film being the great equalizer, right? And you figured that, again, film was going to catch up with Mahomes. No, it, it hasn't caught up with Mahomes. Mahomes is just a different player. And, of course, you can lament the fact that Kansas City jumped in front of the Saints and were able to take this kid who could have possibly been the heir apparent to Breeze. It is what it is, what it is, what it is. But you got to give a tremendous amount of respect to, to uh, Mahomes, but also to Andy Reid. You know, there were some plays in that game with Andy Reid that, and again, a, a very disciplined Saints defense, by the way, okay, uh, for the most part. They were not disciplined last week against Philadelphia, but they were much more disciplined this week uh, against, against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But some of the plays that, that he ran were, were just amazing. The misdirection, uh, trying to keep defenses off balance. Uh, you know, the high, there was one play where Hill goes across, across the formation. Uh, he turns, and, and he does a little pirouette. And, and, and then ultimately, again, they get the ball to him uh, in, in open space. He scores the touchdown. He's literally hiding behind the offensive lineman. And, and again, the Saints were in man-to-man coverage, I think, at that point, and, and they lost him. Just, again, Andy Reid, just an offensive genius. But with that said, the Saints were also their worst enemy. First of all, Breeze, look, he comes back. It was good to see Breeze back on the field. But let's face it, he was rusty. I had so many people texting me yesterday saying again that he was done. His arm shot. He's never, he, again, uh, put Taysom back in. Uh, he was rusty. He did make some questionable decisions, especially, again, with, again, not his arm and, and again, him, him not being 100%. I'm talking about, the, again, the, 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 the ribs and, of course, the, the, the range of motion. Uh, but he did have the nice deep throw to Sanders, which, again, was probably, I'll be honest with you, was his best deep throw I've seen in years. Best deep throw I've seen in years. And that final, ve- uh, that final drive was, was vintage breeze, okay? But it was ugly. It was ugly. 15 for 34, 234 yards, three, three touchdowns, one interception for, for breeze, and, of course, what did he start? 0 for 6, 0 for 7? Uh, it, was, it was anemic in the first half when you talk talking about this offense. But it wasn't all on breeze. How many drops did he have? I mean, multiple drops okay, uh, from, from receivers. The ball's right in their hands. They got to catch the football. You're an NFL wide receiver. You have to catch the football. The other part of it is, again, with, with again, the mass unit that is the Saints wide receiver core right now, you had a situation where you had young receivers who just could not get separation against Kansas City's uh, uh, pass defense. And, of course, that hurt Breeze as well. Breeze is trying to get rid of the ball. He's trying to be able to go through his progressions quickly. Uh, the offensive line at times was holding up. At times they weren't. It was very, very frustrating, again, when you, when you can't catch the football. Okay? Or, again, you're not getting open. You're not helping your quarterback there. Uh, but also, again, I go back to the officiating, which was, again, horrible. Okay? Not that Kansas City needed any help. But you add the, the, the Saints in terms of, again, the injuries, drop it like flies. And, and, then, and then the fact that, that Kansas City was, is a juggernaut on offense, uh, you got to question a lot of the officiating. There were, there were several calls there that were just head-scratching. But then it goes back to, again, the Saints' ability to be able to adjust, but also the Saints' ability to be able to, um, to convert third downs. You're not winning a game going one for, one for 11 on third downs. Are you kidding me? And that's just not happening. And the Saints were 1-for-11 on, one on third downs. 
You know, you're not going to win the game if you're only running the ball 17 times for 60 yards. Saints, again, ran the ball only 17 times, especially against that defense where you felt like, again, the, the way to beat them is to run the ball effectively. Uh, but you felt a little bit behind. and You felt like you had to, had to play catch-up. Uh, and, and, of course, the, the rest is history there. Uh, but, again, overall, I thought when you look at this team on how they played yesterday, I thought the special teams were outstanding as always. Uh, JT Gray was, uh, was amazing in coverage. Uh, the ability to be able to get downfield quickly and to be able to not allow any yards a- after catch was, was, was fantastic. Also, again, you look at Justin Hardy, who's another great gunner, uh, as well as, again, what Morstead did. Morstead's year has kind of been up and down, even though, again, he is still one of the top punters in the NFL. Uh, he was booming punts yesterday. Uh, and they needed it. They needed it. But still, Kansas City able to, because of the, of the ability of Mahomes to be able to extend plays with his legs, not to be able to run the football, to be able to throw the football, uh, they were able to, again, uh, hold on to the, to the time of possession. And, and that, that, that's another thing that, you know, again, when you look at it, you just don't have enough plays. Uh, not enough, enough, enough. When you don't convert third downs, you're not getting another set of downs to, to, to be able to continue to get any kind of rhythm. And especially with the Saints, with a rhythm offense, we saw that consistently all day long. 41 minutes, 14 seconds for the, uh, uh, for, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. 18 minutes, 46 seconds for the Saints. You're not, that's not winning football. That's not when you're not going to win like that. And again, especially against Kansas City. But with all that said, Anzalone falls on that, on that ball instead of that ball squirting out and going into the end zone. It's a different game going into halftime. It felt like a, a different game going into halftime. If Jordan, again, doesn't maybe throw that punch and he's in the game, maybe it's a little bit different on the defensive end down the stretch, especially the rotations. But it is what it is. It's a loss. And, it's, and, again, it's one you can swallow because you tip your cap to Kansas City and you say, you know what, there's a reason why you're the world champions. But my frustration still lies with the loss to Philadelphia last week because if you don't lose to Philadelphia, this is just a blip on the radar screen and your backs are not squarely against the wall because you probably at this point already clinched the division. And, and if you're not getting the one number one seed, you're not getting the number one seed. I will say this before we go to break. And I was talking to uh, George Loriana earlier today from William Grant, and, and he made a great point. It's the point that, that I've made on this program. It's a different NFL playoffs, okay? It's not like, again, home field advantage means anything anymore. There's not going to be fans in the stands again. So if you've got to go to Lambeau, you've got to deal with the colder temperatures. As an NFL player, you should be able to deal with the cold temperatures. It's the fan base and, and the crowd noise and everything else that surrounds that, that again, that makes an impact on the game. Now, sure, if they go to Lambeau and it's snowing and it's, you know, again, snow drifts, that's a whole different story. But the Saints are set up to be able to win on the road now. They're set, set to win, up, win outside because they can run the football. I'm not afraid of Green Bay, and I'm not afraid of going to Lambeau Field if I'm the New Orleans Saints. All I need to know is, again, that I can get healthy and be healthy for the playoffs. Next two games are critical. You got to get into this mindset again, getting ready to get in the playoffs. You can't go into the playoffs again with, with a losing streak here. You got a quick turnaround against Minnesota. You got a lot of players that are hurt. It's going to be difficult to be able to get a lot of these guys back and ready to play in such a short uh, window. That's going to be the issue here. Uh, so, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Again, but a Friday game coming off a, a physical game like this, it's going to be tough. But, again, th- there are no excuses. They've got to be able to take their last two and, and then get into the playoffs and then, and then gonna let it fall where it, where it falls. If, if you can't get the bye week, you can't get the bye week. That's where it is. 
At this point, you want to get in the playoffs and you want to be healthy for the stretch run. We'll talk about LSU in the second hour, but we'll also talk about LSU with um, uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. He joins us next on the program. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard me talk about the bundle and save packages? It's a great way for you to save money with Burkhardt and still get that fantastic Burkhardt service. Uh, You can uh, use the Daily Double which includes, again, your generator maintenance along with your air conditioning maintenance, and you can save big bucks. You want to go with the trifecta? How about your generator, your tankless water heater, and also your air conditioning maintenance? And, of course, you can get even even deeper discounts. To find out more about the Daily Double or the trifecta, all you got to do is go to acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. Also, again, remember, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Honest and reliable service since 1989. Nate certified technicians. It's my go-to company. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. The big day is just around the corner, so find great gifts for everyone on your list at Macy's Backstage, like fun fashion, fragrance and jewelry sets, toys, electronics, and more for the holidays, but only while supplies last. At Macy's Backstage, you'll get low prices every day on fab finds. Off-price, on-trend, arriving daily. Delays are steady if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side from before Chapatulas to the O'Keefe exit. Also be mindful of delays on the 610 on the westbound side from before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And also be mindful of delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Be mindful of an accident that's blocking the right lane 10 westbound at Causeway. And look out for delays on 10 westbound from City Park to before Bonneville. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, The men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or a drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including NFL, NBA, and college on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count of two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till. $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till. $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. These days, we're all concerned about the air quality in our homes and workplaces. Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating has the solution for you, your family, your employees, and your customers. It's the APCO Whole Home Treatment System. This state-of-the-art air filtration system is installed inside your central air system and detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. If you're concerned about the indoor air quality in your home or business, then contact Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com and find out more about the APCO Air Filtration System. That's Burkhart's Air Conditioning and Heating at acpromise.com. 
Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 1972 Southern Tires, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tire. They offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. And if you need a new set of wheels, they're your wheel experts. You can choose from a large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing is available. And, again, don't forget, if you got damaged rims, don't toss those rims, okay? No reason to send them to the junkyard. My friends at Southern Tire can repair your rims good as new. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. You give them a call right now to set up an appointment, 737-1558, or you go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide. Remember, they got a diagnostic page on Southern Tire's website. So, again, if you're having problems with the car, maybe you're not sure, again, what's wrong with it, you want to get maybe a little bit of a, of a hint or a detail what may be wrong, go to their diagnostic page. Put in the, pro- in the problem that you're having, and it'll let you know a little bit about what, what it could be wrong, what would be going wrong with your vehicle. And remember, ASC certified technicians, the same exact diagnostic equipment. You get the dealership without the dealership sticker prices. It's the, it is Southern Tire, the Piazza family since 1972. There's a reason why they've been around that long. Again, they, they take care of their customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Okay, we're waiting on Glenn Gilbo to join us on the program. Uh, by the way, let me say this about LSU. Uh, we have talked about this over the last week or so. And uh, maybe, again, going back the last few weeks. Uh, especially, again, with all the defections. And when Terrence Marshall walked out the door, uh, it just really it, it really looked like, again, the death nail for this program. Then when Ari Gilbert leaves again the next week, you're like, okay, what the heck is going on here uh, with, with, again, this toxic situation, this issue football program. And it looked as though, again, this program was going to be left for dead and there was going to be mass uh, uh, mass uh, uh Loss of, of, uh, of players, not just on the, on the roster right now in terms of defections, but also, again, the loss of this, quote-unquote, top three, top five recruiting class. I got to give a tremendous amount of credit to Ed Ogeron and the players that stayed. And, and, and one of the things that really stuck out to me in the post-game press conferences uh, over the weekend were the, the comments that were made by the players. And it was almost to a man on, on, on the ones that I heard. Uh, first, it was Jacoby Stevens in playing his last game as an LSU Tiger. And one of the things he talked about was, again, uh, that he couldn't quit, that he didn't want to look back again when he was 50 years old and, 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 have, to, and have to say again, uh, say that again that, that he quit. And, and then there was uh, Keishon Bouti, who again set a record, uh, against, um, set a record on, on Saturday night against Ole Miss. Uh, 14 catches, 308 yards, and, and, and three touchdowns. He hurt his ankle on before that last touchdown. And you heard him in the press game post-conference saying, look, I was hurt, okay, and I just didn't quit. I couldn't quit. So when you start talking about this LSU team and the players that are there, uh, you got to ask yourself, 
Um, you got to ask yourself, how do you feel about going into next season? And with the two wins, one in the swamp against the against the sixth ranked team in the nation in Florida, uh, in the fog, everything that went on in that game, the back and forth, and you end up coming out with a victory. Look, you could say you could talk about the shoe all, all you want at this point, right? But it's a win, is a win, is a win, and it was a much needed win for the psyche of the program. And then you come back against Ole Miss, and the, let's face it, uh, the conditions were deteriorating throughout the game, the, the most of the game to the point that they were playing in a monsoon. And this team didn't quit. And that, to me, when I take away from this season with a 5-5 five and five record, coming off again the greatest season in the history of college football, you got to ask yourself, okay, it was not meant to be in terms of this team maybe again having to be able to compete for another championship because of the losses to the NFL. It didn't help, again, when, when you've got critical players that you're counting on that, that are, quote-unquote, upperclassmen, uh, and they opt out for the NFL right before the season. Then, again, the mass exodus of players that we saw that were going in the transfer portal because, again, of the new rules because of COVID-19 that don't allow a player to be able to sit out. So guys that were sitting down uh, behind a player felt like, you know what, greener pastures elsewhere. Also, again, what, what was surrounding this particular program. But for the players that stayed, it just goes to show you, first of all, there's a tremendous amount of young talent on this team. And this team is only going to get better, again, with, with, the, with the playing time that these, that these, play, these young players have seen, especially over the last half of this season. And then, again, the incoming freshmen, who now, again, are committed to this program, uh, despite, again, the, the, uh, the, the year that it was where, again, they ended up 5-5. Five and five. You've got to feel good now about this program going forward. Now, the question is, and, and the big question is, What's going to happen with the coaching staff? And a lot of people feel Bo Pelini is out. Steve Ensminger is going to, to retire. Maybe that's the, that, that, that's the case. But we did hear Ed Ogeron say last night that, again, that the coaching staff was going to became closer. Everybody became closer. Maybe it's a little bit tougher. Now I will say, again, there's a lot of influences, outside influences, where they go into LSU football. Well, again, when you're talking about boosters that, 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 again, have big money for this program. And, and give a lot to this program on making it one of the richest programs in all of the nation. Uh, there are going to be some people out there that are going to be pushing for changes. It's going to be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out when you start talking about the changes in the offseason. And, look, I think there has to be, okay? Uh, you know, again, I, I said it before, it's not really fair uh, when you talk about Bo Pelini having to put in a new defense in a COVID-19 year with no offseason to be able to install that to allow his players to get, uh, to get acclimated to it so they could play it. Also, the fact, of, but, but again, at the same time, that was a decision that was made by the head coach. Head coach could have came in and said, look, man, we got a, we got a, uh, a shortened season in terms of the ability to be able to get uh, this all installed, to get these kids ready. We're, we're going to stay with the same system, and then we'll put this system in next year. You can't tell me Bo Pelini couldn't, couldn't have played, uh, again, a, a variation uh, of the previous system. But it's all about results. It's about results in the, in, 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 in the NFL, and it's about results in the SEC. And it's about results when it comes to big-time college football. So there's a pretty good chance he's going to walk the plank. And, of course, the, the offense was not what it needed to be. But, again, I can make an excuse there as well, as I've made in the past. You're playing with freshman quarterbacks. I mean, even Miles Brennan didn't have experience, even though, again, he was, he was throwing for over 400 yards a game when, when, he, when, when he was in there. And there are a lot of people who think that, again, that, uh, the offense of today is, has passed Coach Ensminger by. Maybe it has. 
Maybe it hasn't. Maybe it's just a situation where you need to make a move to be able to, to calm the masses, so to speak. It'll be interesting to see, again, how that kind of plays out. But you've got to love the way, again, Max Johnson performed. Uh, you know, I mentioned this on, 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 on uh, social media on, on Saturday. I, I don't know what the coaches were looking at. I really don't when you start talking about the difference between Max Johnson uh, and, and, and T.J. Finley. I think it's night and day in, in terms of, again, Look, there's no doubt that Finley has a strong arm. There's no doubt that Finley is a guy that, when you look at him, uh, he is a big guy. He can throw the football. He's an imposing figure. But when I look at Max Johnson taking the field, and this was one of the things that, that again, I was lamenting throughout the season, is, is the fact that when you start talking about this situation with Max Johnson, why were they running him? Why weren't they giving him an opportunity to be able to throw the football? I mean, that's the issue here. He gets a chance to throw the football, and you see, again, magic in, in terms of his ability to be able to move the team, the poise, everything, again, that we saw uh, from, from Max Johnson. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out going into the season. you got Miles Brennan returning. you got Max Johnson returning. you got T.J. Finley. you got Nussmeyer coming in. Uh, there's going to be some now with the, with the COVID-19 rules, uh, the ability to transfer. You transfer now when, when you get a chance to be able to transfer without penalty. So let me just see again who's going to stick around and who's not. But I think Max Johnson showed that he's got poise, he's got accuracy, he's got the ability, he's got a strong arm. And, and because he's a son of a quote-unquote coach and a former pro player, it wasn't too big for him. He went into the swamp and, be, and, and, and beat Florida. Again, he was in a monsoon and he beat, he beat Ole Miss. And you got to love the way, the way the kid played. I was very, very impressed with the way LSU played down, down the stretch here. They played their heart outs uh, over the last two games. And you got to feel com- really good about the way they play. Now, look, the defense, you can't continue. You can't get up 600 yards one week and then 558 yards the next week and say you had a good defensive effort. But they had six turnovers. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out for, for the um, – for the LSU Tigers in the offseason. But you got to feel much better. Five and five, winning your last two games, holding on to your recruiting class, winning the last uh, two games with really, again, a lot of young players. You feel much better than you did a few weeks ago where it looked like, again, the sky was falling for this, for this program. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. 
Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 266- Two five one one. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question. But with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free Breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. Am I? First Response knows this is one of the most important questions a woman will ever ask herself. Am I sure it's the right time? Am I starting the next chapter? Am I about to be called mommy? Am I pregnant? Trust First Response to give you a clear and reliable answer with over 99% accuracy from the day of your missed period. Based on more than 99% accuracy in detecting the pregnancy hormone on day of missed period. America's most trusted pregnancy test brand based on the 2020 BrandSpark American Trust Study. First response is the answer. You know what's not healthy? Stressing about work. Or maybe you're out of work. Stop. Hit reset. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home. Even if you have zero computer experience. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live on Online classes meet just twice a week. Financial aid, including the GI Bill, is available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Glenn Gilbo is going to join us in the second hour. He'll join us right out of the uh, uh, the top of the hour break at 510. Uh, and then uh, Larry Holder will follow him at 535. Uh, continuing on LSU. Uh, when you look at what happened on, on, over the last few weeks and, and, and the young players I was mentioning a little bit earlier that had a chance to be able to play, especially in the skill positions, you know, again, Finley and Johnson, okay, uh, the two, two, young receive, uh, two young quarterbacks along with Miles Brennan, uh, you know, again, they're set at the quarterback position, especially with Nussmeyer coming in. And, and then you look at what happened with, with, with the running back. They, they were down to Bradford and Williams, 
okay, and was still able to run the football somewhat. Uh, they, they have everyone coming back at the, at, at, the, at the running back position, and they got some really good recruits coming in. Ty Davis-Price is coming back. Curry's coming back. Uh, Emery's coming back. Bradford Williams, and then, and then the, the incoming freshman. Where you really, again, set up is at the wide receiver position with, Kate, with, with Booty and Kirkland uh, and Alex Adams, who we didn't see a lot of. Uh, also, again, Palmer. You know, maybe McMath comes back. Maybe he doesn't. I don't think so. I think he's going to be drafted. Jenkins, Coy Moore, who, again, saw a lot of playing time. Yeah, you probably need to get an upgrade now with the tight end position with Gilbert unless he decides to be able to come back. But it looks like it's fade or complete. He's done. The big question mark I still have is on the offensive line. And I give a lot of credit to my good friend Scott Craig, who's been beating this drum for the longest time. Look, you've got to have these young, young blue chippers, these studs that came into LSU that have not been able to get on the field. Somehow, some way, those guys got to get better. You got to have the Charles Turners and the Xavier Hills and the Thomas Perrys and the Martinez's and, and the Charles Turners and the Bradfords and the Cardell Thomases and the Dumervilles. These guys got to get on the field. You know, I keep hearing uh, LSU's got to really get some offensive linemen uh, coming up in, in, in this recruiting class. Well, they've got to get some graduate transfer offensive linemen. Heck, I'm looking at guys that, were, that I was told were blue chippers, were the best in the, in the country, and they can't get on the field. That's where they've got to improve next year. That's where it's got to happen. That's where the rubber's going to hit the road for this team next year. The hope is, again, that Ali Gay will stick around for another season, although, again, possibly not. But you got some young players here. Yeah, Farrell's out. He's probably going to the NFL. But you played a lot of young players. Glenn, Glenn Logan is out of there. But, but Roy played. Uh, you had a chance to see uh, Guillory play. Cherry played a little bit. Ajawari's coming back. Come on. How good was he? Andre Anthony's a senior. Cox is, uh, again, based on his comments yesterday, is probably going to be gone at the linebacker position. But Baskerville came in and played well. The secondary is, again, where you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Rick's coming back. Uh, you look at Hampton, who got a lot of playing time. Cordell Flott. Uh, Stingling coming back. I mean, just those two. And then, and then you look at Jay Ward, who's had interceptions in the past two games. So these guys have had been thrown in under fire, and they've got much-needed experience, and these guys are freshmen and sophomores. So it bodes well for this team going forward next year. Now, I'm not saying they're coming back and having a championship year next year, but I don't expect them to be a 500 team next year. But a lot has to do, again, what's going to happen up front. Offense and defensive lines. The good news is on defensive line, because you had a lot of the attrition and you, and you had an opportunity for a lot of young players to be able to get on the field and play this year. The big question mark for the Tigers next year is going to be offensive line. Not skill position. They're going to be set in skill positions. Maybe the tight end. You might need a little bit of an oomph there. But it's going to come down to the offensive line and your ability to be able to upgrade there or at least get coach up the players you have. And that's the frustrating part about this. Because we've seen uh, uh, over the last few years the ability to be able to see this, this, this offensive line get better and better and better. But it didn't happen this year, especially with some young players. So as bad as the situation was for LSU, as tough as it was to watch this season, embarrassed by Mississippi State, losing to Missouri, uh, you know, again, the, you go right down the line on, 
on just the, the, the games one after the other, the frustration uh, coming off of a, of a championship season. You know, uh, you know, holding up in the first beginning of the season, just Vanderbilt as, as, as your big win. Okay, and then beating South Carolina, getting embarrassed by, by Auburn. Should have beat Texas A&M. Getting totally, again, skull-dragged by, by, um, by the Alabama Crimson Tide. But for the most part, you got to feel really good about the young players and an opportunity to play. And I think that bodes well for the future of this team. It starts with the quarterback when you talk about college football. LSU has a plethora of riches at the quarterback position. All right, we take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Air conditioning on the blink. Maybe, again, your heater's not working. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Fifteen trucks strategically set up so they can get to you quickly. Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you can get in the industry. Looking for a company you can trust? Go with the company I've trusted since 1989. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good hi eric asher here with my good friend mike though who's the tiktok cafe what'd you say eric hey mike you know what my prescription medication the tiktok cafe have in common what's that friend? they cause drowsiness dizziness nausea cramps diarrhea blurred vision muscle aches gas heartburn upset stomach constipation weight changes decreased sex drive impudence dry right, mouth ringing finished? in the ears depression oh yeah and suicidal thoughts it's the tiktok cafe Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Your air conditioning system has to survive through the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhardt's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Am I? First Response knows this is one of the most important questions a woman will ever ask herself. Am I sure it's the right time? 
Am I starting the next chapter? Am I about to be called mommy? Am I pregnant? Trust First Response to give you a clear and reliable answer with over 99% accuracy from the day of your missed period. Based on more than 99% accuracy in detecting the pregnancy hormone on day of missed period, America's most trusted pregnancy test brand based on the 2020 BrandSpark American Trust Study. First Response is the answer. You know what's not healthy? Stressing about work. Or maybe you're out of work. Stop. Hit reset. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today, live on Online classes meet just twice a week. Financial aid, including the GI Bill, is available to those who qualify. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week on Thursday. We'll not be a live broadcast, but we will have a broadcast at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV on Thursday. Thursday night, 10 o'clock, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Saturday, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. And 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. This week, it is Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports who will join me on the show. Looking forward to having Sean because he can talk it all. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, all that will be on tap for us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. If you missed the program or can't catch it uh, here in New Orleans, remember you can catch it on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, also at ericasher.com, as well as on all of my social media platforms on uh, Twitter and on Facebook. So, again, uh, uh, make sure you check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. All right. Take a break. We come back. We're going to have uh, back-to-back guests in the second hour. Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network, will join us. And then that will be followed by Larry Holder of The Athletic. We'll be having a wonderful day. You're listening to Inside New Orleans on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Merry Christmas. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Audience go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best tasting pizza is delivered 10:30 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero, and Algiers. Sequoia Outdoor Supply is your source for lumber, fencing, pavilion, and pergola kits. Manufactured locally and in multiple sizes to fit any budget. 504-837-3300 Airline Drive in Metairie. SequoiaOutdoorSupply.com.
once. It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> FM Nash Icon, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com. Also, you can download the podcast of this program at your leisure, all the major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Google, you name it, it's there. And if for some reason it's not on your favorite podcasting platform, drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com. Email it to me. Let me know, and I'll get it on. I'll, get, I'll do my best to be able to get it on your favorite platform. All you got to do is search Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. Um, and, of course, uh, you'll be able to find the uh, the show on your favorite podcasting platform. All right, uh, let's let's head to the guest line. Uh, joining us this hour will be Glenn Gilbo coming up next, and uh, that'll be followed by Larry Holder at 535. So a lot to talk about with uh, my good friend Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, how you doing, buddy? Good. Good evening, Eric. How are you? Doing great. Glenn, before we get started, uh, why don't you tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out your great articles. Then we're going to go right into an article you just wrote recently, and then we'll get into some of the Tigers. And also we'll talk about uh, uh, the uh, Saints as well. Sure thing, sure thing. Sorry I wasn't on earlier. I don't know how to text and talk on the phone at the same time. No no problem, (laughs) bud. (laughs) I don't think my phone does it, or maybe I don't know how to do it. Um, (laughs) The... uh, uh, LSU beat tweet on uh, on Twitter, usatoday.com. There's a story up right now on, um, uh, well, actually, uh, theadvertiser.com. There's a story up on theadvertiser.com about uh, how the SEC uh, handled this COVID throughout the season, and that's actually in all the SEC region papers uh, right now. It's going to be in usatoday.com later this week. And uh, also up is a story about Kayshawn Booty and Max Johnson, who you were just talking about a little while ago, how they are really, uh, you know, uh, those are two 
two pillars of the future right there. No doubt. Well, let's talk about the COVID-19 situation because I agree with you. I think the SEC did a great job of pushing through and getting the games played. It's not so much on the basketball side. We've seen what LSU already basketball already canceled three basketball games. But as far as the football goes, I, I, I think they kind of set the standard uh, for all of college football on how you got to get, get, get your conference schedule played. Oh, no question about it. And, and you know, it's not like they just – said, hey, let's play football, damn the torpedoes. They they were very methodical and obviously three tests a week. You know, they were very careful. They they took their time in July and August to really research and talk to experts when there was just a lot not known or as much known. There's still not a lot known, but but whereas the Big Ten and the and the uh the the Pac-12 and, and the other conferences really kind of panicked and made decisions in August that they didn't need to make at that time. They, they could have waited. And, uh, and it ended up they, they crawfished on their, deci- on their decision, uh, whereas the SEC took a little more time and, and made the right decision. I mean, you look at it, they only, only two games were not played all season. Uh, yes. You know, everybody got their 10-game schedule in except um, uh, four teams involved with uh, the two games, uh, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt. Uh, but uh, really, really a quality job done by Greg Sankey. Do you anticipate them doing something with this with basketball? Now, I realize you're playing more games a week with basketball, a lot more travel with basketball. But as I mentioned, when you look at just uh, LSU, what, it's been three games so far that have been canceled because of COVID-19? Uh, you know, I always thought basketball was going to be a tougher sport to be able to uh, handle. Uh, but, we, you know, again, the NBA had to go into a bubble to get their stuff done. What, what do you anticipate happening uh, going forward? You know, I, I think they, one of the best things they did was in football was get rid of the non-conference games so they could just kind of, in, in a way, social distance their league from yes. other leagues. So, so all their protocols were the same. They're not doing that with basketball, and they probably should have. Just just had conference games, um, but um, and and you know it's it's not as easily contained basketball because there's more games. Obviously, you know with football, you just had the one game on the weekend, and even with open dates, and 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 uh, you could you could sort you could put out a plan, uh, a weekly plan of how to do it with with, with the COVID test. You know, and I think that's yes. one of the things that led to the. So basketball is just a mess because they they have so many games. So uh, you know, uh, I think they might end up from now on. You know, I mean, the SEC is about to start. They're probably only going to play SEC games from now on. I don't see those LSU games being rescheduled that were postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you know, I, I'm not sure how that's going to how, how the basketball is going to go down. Now, obviously, it's not as strong a priority. In, in the SEC as, as football is. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe the, you, you know, you would have thought that the, that the, the, the um, COVID would have calmed down by this time, but, you know, it's spiking like it is, like it's April again. You know, there's a vaccine out there, but that's only, mm-hmm. it doesn't help you after you've already gotten it. So right. um, I, don't, I don't know how basketball is going to go down. 
Yeah, it, it's going to be a lot. Again, we sent to the SEC. I'm sorry, the ACC is talking about going conference only. I know that, uh, again, Krzyzewski at Duke has been complaining about, uh, again, uh, playing these non-conference games. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Let's go to LSU football. First of all, uh, breaking as, as we were going into break this afternoon, uh, uh, Tiger running back Chris Curry has entered the NCAA transfer portal. So, obviously, he sees the young freshman coming in. He sees the, uh, the handwriting on the wall here. He looks like he's going to transfer. But I got to tell you, Glenn, I, I almost did a 180 from the way I was feeling about this team going into, into Alabama, coming out of the Alabama game with, again, the back-to-back defections from Terrence Marshall and also Eric Gilbert to, again, some uh, the, the underclassmen who, again, stayed and played hard to the young players who got an opportunity to play. The narrative, I thought, completely changed in the last two games of the season by the way these, ti- these young Tigers played, the effort they gave, and again, sticking, sticking with it. And I go back to two comments that I heard over the weekend. One from Jacoby Jones saying that he couldn't quit, and the other one again talking with, with, with Boot, uh, 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 Keishon Booty talking about after he got his, his high ankle sprain, he got the, I'm sorry, the ankle sprain, uh, that, uh, that again he felt like, again, he had to continue because he just couldn't quit on, on the game or his teammates. And I thought that kind of was the theme over the last couple games. Those guys kind of round around each other and not quitting. Yeah, Jacoby Stevens, right? He he uh, he's really one of the the leaders of the team, and and you know that was great for him to get that that fumble at the end to seal the uh, the Ole Miss win. But you know, hats off to Chris Curry too, because here's a guy who knew he was going to transfer. Okay, he just, yep. he waited till the end of the season to announce his transfer, and he wasn't even a starter. Okay, he's been a reserve most of this season, and he tweeted out. I quoted this today. Uh, in in the story, he tweeted out after uh, Marshall and Gilbert quit. He said, "Hey, we owe this to the former players. We're gonna we're gonna get together now and be be good." He tweeted that out right before the Florida game or the week mm-hmm. of the Florida game, and they won two games since. So here's a guy who he knew he wasn't gonna play much, and he decided to finish the season. And uh, you know, more more players need to have that type of attitude. You know, Jacoby Stevens is is another one. Um, I mean, he, he knew he was going to declare for the draft after this year, even though he could be a mm-hmm. senior again. But he, he decided to finish the season. And they got plenty of time to get ready for the draft between now sure. and, and April. So um, I think those guys uh, came together and, and they put together some good game plans. I think Steve Ensminger had good game plans both weeks. They ran the ball well. And the offensive line uh, provided the interference for the running game and kept the sacks down, which they played terrible, uh, you know, against Auburn and, and against Alabama. So I, I'm with you. You know, I, I really feel a lot differently about the team than I did two weeks ago. Um, and then, of course, you, you, you wrote about them uh, when you talk about Booty and, and, and Max Johnson. Look, I, I talked about it on social media today. They, they said the competition between Finley and Johnson was close. And, look, we know it's a different animal when you get into a game and the bullets are flying for real. But I'm telling you right now, just the eye test for me, and I'm not seeing these guys at practice, I don't know how you couldn't see, again, the difference between Max Johnson and T.J. Finley. And I'm not knocking T.J. Finley because I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I just think that, that again, Johnson with the pedigree, uh, his, his dad coaching him, being around the pro coach, uh, a pro player his whole entire life, uh, getting that extra coaching like we've seen with the Mannings have gotten, uh, he just seems to be so much further advanced than than, than T.J. Finley. But he wasn't. He, he wasn't in 
practice uh, in in the weeks before that when they went when they went with Finley. He he just wasn't as uh, bringing on so to speak as as Finley was, and he he gradually got into that. That's what that's what Coach Ogeron told us. I mean, that, you know the way the way this season was. That's all I could go by was was practice and and some of the games that Johnson played. And then the first couple of games Johnson played in the first game, he didn't do that well. But then, then the uh, the next game he he did. I mean, you can't really tell. I mean, and and Finley really played well in his first game. And yes, he did. About, but yeah, against South Carolina. And you know what? Uh, you you could argue that uh, the offensive line got better later in the season, and Johnson happened to benefit from that, where Finley didn't see that, <laughs> particularly against Auburn, which wasn't even that good of a team. Um, so, you know, I don't blame the coaches there. I mean, they just went with what they saw at the time, and I think I think Johnson just got better, you know. Um, but really, you got you got to give Steve Ensminger credit. Both of those guys are true freshmen, and they both mm-hmm. played with a lot of poise, and they yes. played as if they played before. And, and we have not seen that from previous quarterbacks at LSU making their debuts uh, in, in recent years. So you got to give Ensminger credit for both of those guys. Well, that leads me to my next question because that, again, I thought it was fait complete after the loss to Alabama with the defections and just the toxicity around the program that we would see some changes, especially at the coordinator position with Bo Pelini and possibly Steve Ensminger. Ensminger may be retiring, Pelini getting fired. What do you think happens now with, again, the last two-game winning streak going into the season? seems the narrative has changed with this, with this program. Do you still expect changes? Oh yeah, I think it's going to be quite a few changes. I, I don't think Coach Pelini is going to return. Um, I think, um, you know, I think there's a chance Steve Ensminger could return if he if he wants to. Uh, I think there might be a change with with uh, Lena Han at, at the pass game coordinator. Um, I, I don't think that worked out particularly well. Uh, and there may be some other assistants that just leave anyway. You know, which you have. Uh, after all seasons, good or bad. So, you know, he might be looking at about three or four guys to replace. But I, I do think he's going to have a new defensive coordinator. And, and uh, you know, I've been hearing for a while, even before the season, that, that Coach Ensminger was going to retire. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, uh, right. people are quick to suggest that other people retire. You know, I haven't actually heard Steve say that. <laughs> so yes. we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, let's take a quick break. When I come back, I want to shift gears to the Saints. I want to get your take on what happened on Sunday against the Chiefs, your thoughts about, uh, again, uh, the the team going forward. Uh, You're listening to Inside New Orleans, uh, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're looking for a new air conditioning system or a new heating system, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. First of all, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, They're offered authorized to service all brands. It doesn't matter, again, what type of unit you have at your home they can service it but ask about that 25 percent energy reduction guarantee because you will see it with the new sear um uh with the new units uh and 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 the opportunity to be able to save um uh, money on electricity because of the higher sear rating you're going to see it immediately you're going to see that electric bill drop 
and ask about that 25% energy reduction guarantee. And then also, again, financing available. Look, a lot of times with everything that's going on in the world right now, you don't have the money to come up front uh, with an air, for an air conditioning system. That's a huge purchase, but you can finance that over time. And then you get Burkhart standing behind their work. Uh, they'll come in, they'll use, again, the state-of-the-art technology to measure your home, get it ready. They make the duct work right in their state-of-the-art facility in Mandeville, and then they'll come in, set the appointment, they'll get it done for you, they'll treat your home like their home. Want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Before you sign that contract with any other contractor, uh, call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Project Shine makes it easy for good people to connect with great causes, bringing fresh light to a dark and troubled world. When you help someone else, you help yourself, and that makes the world a better place. Visit Volunteer Match and brighten someone's day today. Thanks for being a part of Project Shine. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. The big day is just around the corner, so find great gifts for everyone on your list at Macy's Backstage, like fun fashion, fragrance and jewelry sets, toys, electronics, and more for the holidays, but only while supplies last. At Macy's Backstage, you'll get low prices every day on fab vines. Off-price, on-trend, arriving daily. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come cool off this summer and check out all the games on our 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. until 2 a.m. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe. Home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle. Maintenance. You do it for your car, your lawn, and yourself. This summer, don't forget your air conditioning maintenance. Maintenance takes time, usually an hour, for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection, clean it, and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. My guest is uh, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. He covers the Saints and the Tigers uh, for USA Today Network. Glenn, before I go to the Saints, you were in Lafayette last week. You were uh, talking about UL and, of course, the great success they had. I'm just reading in, in, the, uh, in the break, Billy Napier, who turned down, what, South Carolina, right, is possibly going to turn down Auburn as well. Uh, I mean, he seems to be very, very happy at, 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 uh, at Lafayette, right? Well, I mean, that that surprises me that he would that he would turn down Auburn. Me too. Uh, I mean, I can see South Carolina because that's that's kind of a tough job. I mean, and Auburn is, I mean, Auburn has a lot of potential. I mean, gosh, they've been in national championship games recently. Mm-hmm. You, you always have the Alabama thing, but Coach Saban's not going to be there forever. Uh, so that one, that one kind of surprises me there. Plus, if you fail at Auburn, you're going to get a huge buyout, and you don't have to work right. for a year. That's, That's true. Else <laughs> and then you get on network TV like Gene Shizik. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand that one. But, I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's done very well at, at, at UL. Uh, maybe, maybe there's another job out there he's, he's thinking of. Uh, you know, he's, he's got that uh, – he's on that Saban tree. Yep. As Lane, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, because they were talking about Lane Kiffin going to Auburn, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. hey, you know, Lane Kiffin, man, he wins a few years at Ole Miss, he could get the Alabama job. So, so maybe they're lining up for the uh, for the Alabama job, which is kind of what they did before Bear uh, retired. Uh, I remember. All his, yeah, he had all his pupils like Steve Sloan and mm-hmm. Danny Ford, you know, kind of lining up for 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 that job. Ray Perkins got it. Who? That just passed away, actually, Ray Perkins. But um, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I, that that is a surprise, though. A U, I mean, think about it—a UL coach, right? Turn it down, Auburn. That is, Auburn. that is hard to believe. That is hard to believe, and maybe some things change. Maybe he's posture for more money. Who knows? Uh, bigger, bigger buyout, whatever it's going to be. Uh, I'm sorry, not uh, not a, 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 a less of a buyout for him. Uh, whatever it's going to be. All right, let's let's talk Saints. Uh, your thoughts about yesterday's game? Uh, you know, Mahomes was in, was Mahomes. He was incredible, uh, but I'd like to get your take. You know, uh, I, I thought the Saints' defense played very well in, in holding Mahomes down. I mean, he didn't Me put up spectacular numbers. You know, uh, and uh, I, I thought the defense gave the Saints a, a chance to win, particularly a, a slow starting offense and a slow starting. Mm-hmm. Breeze after four weeks off. I mean that that was understandable. Drew ended up having a pretty good game, uh, but I, I I was really uh, impressed by by the Saints' defense, particularly since the Chiefs had the ball so much. You know the Saints yes. were terrible on third down, so the so the Saints had many more plays, and I mean the the Chiefs had many more plays, and the Saints were able to uh, hold that score down and, and and stay in the game until until the end. So that 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 bodes well for the for the playoffs if uh you know the saints can play defense like that and then you know you you, you have michael thomas back in the in the mm-hmm. playoffs and you hope uh you, you know naturally breeze is going to be better as, as the weeks go by after he gets that, True. that bust off and uh you know if he's not or if he re-injures himself you know they they got other options at, at quarterback uh, I, I still like winston actually if uh if, if something happens or, 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 or uh, you know, Breeze is not healthy. But I, I think you'll see Breeze uh, getting better and being close to 100% as you, as you get into the playoffs. 
My frustration is not with yesterday's game, Glenn. My frustration is with last week's game with Philadelphia because oh, no they've, 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 they've laid these eggs every single season, it seems, uh, you know, since um, over the last few years, since, again, they, they came back from those seven and nine seasons when you think they're going to have a chance to get into the playoffs and run through and, and get, at least get into the Super Bowl. And then they drop these games against teams that, again, they should win, and it ends up coming back to bite them every single year. Yeah, yeah, that, that was – you know that that kind of spoils the good game against the Chiefs because you almost you, you didn't see that as a as an automatic win. Obviously, you know you saw that as a game that they might win, but the Eagles game was one they should have definitely won. And that that's that slow starting offense, which which you know they've had at times throughout the season, and 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 you know usually they can come back from it, but and they almost did in in that game. But that was uh, that was just a weird loss. You know you you can't have that one happen. No, you can't. Um, how do you feel about this team, uh, again, over the next couple games? Uh, you know, their backs are a little bit against the wall. But, again, as you mentioned, I like what I saw on defense. As you mentioned, I think they're going to get better on offense. I would like to see them run the ball a little bit more. I mean, it's the one thing they're not doing uh, when, when, again, they've got Murray back there. They're not utilizing him. And I think if they utilize him over the next couple weeks, uh, you know, I think they win those next couple games. And maybe, again, much like we saw LSU change the narrative, the Saints are changing the narrative going into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I think this short week might actually help Breeze uh, get get the rust off. You know, he, he comes back from a four-week layoff, plays a game. He's kind of not so great in that game, and then comes comes right back and plays on Friday here on Christmas against the Vikings. I think that, that might help him. And, and uh, you know, I, I think maybe they were tr- – Peyton might have been concerned with just seeing what Drew could do in this first game back. So he kind of looked past the running game, whereas the, you know, the running game might've helped, might've served him better since the defense played so well. So, so maybe we'll see a little more of a, of a running game this week. Cause, cause uh, you know, that, that's, that's how I, I, Sean Payton knows how to control the game with, with the running game and they, and they got the backs to do it. And uh, now that they know breeze can, can play, play, uh, you know, maybe he'll, he'll do better. And I, I just think, uh, Getting right back out there on the field on Friday after two straight losses is going to help the Saints. Glenn, as always, thanks so much for the time. Won't you let the folks know once again how they can follow you on social media and how they can check out all your great articles? Uh, LSU Tweet, Advertiser.com, and USAToday.com. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you. That is uh, as Glenn Gilbo. Merry Christmas to him and his family. Uh, we're going to be going to uh, Larry Holder in a moment, but uh, Ross Dellinger uh, is reporting that Bo Pelini is not expected back uh, for LSU as the defensive coordinator in 2021. Also, some more staff changes expected. Defensive line coach Bill Johnson is expected to retire. Safeties coach Bill Bush is not expected bent to return to the staff. So already, according to Ross Dellinger, multiple defensive coaches uh, will not be back with the staff next season we take a break we come back larry holder of the athletic will join us uh you're listening to inside new orleans i'm your host eric asher katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery nola our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere check out our world famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order curbside services at katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now 
at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes. And when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's ZQuil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up ZQuil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vicks ZQuil. ZQuil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep. Available at retailers near you. Right now at Kohl's, it's the last-minute gift sale. Take an extra 20% off and save on kitchen must-haves. Get 25% off toys and get 20% off fragrance gift sets. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, fast and free store pickup. Still not sure what to get? Our gift cards are always a great idea. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. 20% offer valid December 21st through December 24th with promo code RECEIVE20. Offers and coupons do not apply to toys and beauty. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Special thanks to Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network for joining us on the program. Now we turn our attention to our good friend Larry Holder of The Athletic. Uh, he's with us each and every Monday at this time. Sir Lawrence, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Eric. How are you? 
Doing great. Christmas uh, week. Got my families and my kids again in, in town. So, again, excited about uh, having a few days with the kids. And, uh, of course, mine are grown. You're young. You got, you got a whole different Christmas coming up at your house. Yeah. Uh, something tells me uh, Santa is going to explode uh, in this house. <laughs> something tells me that. Beautiful. That's always a good thing. Kids, are you listening? Santa's exploding in your house. That means plenty of presents for everyone. So no sticks under the tree this year. That's a good thing. No sticks under the tree for uh, for uh, Pat Mahomes, that's for sure, huh? <laughs> Look, he didn't even play as well as we've seen him play. He yes. still looks remarkable. And I think that Incredible. just goes to show you what type of, what type of player he is. And, uh, you know, it's... <laughs> Let's just think, if the Saints would have played maybe 20 fewer snaps on defense, they maybe they win that game. Uh, but when you're able to convert so much on third down and the, the offense does not help you out really at all until the very end, they even like give you a shot at sort of trying to win the game. Uh, it, it, look, this is it's what happens. And so uh, – I know there are a lot of people who are actually, to me, and uh, that told me that they're encouraged by what they saw from the mm-hmm. Saints. And, you know, I, I think encouraged might be an overstatement uh, just because, I, I, you know, you see problems that are going to get you beat. Uh, right. But, look, uh, not a lot of people beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and you lost by three and, and didn't really play that well. And, and then any injury just mounted up throughout the game. The injuries, and then you got to wonder again: who were the three blind mice that were officiating that game? I mean, that's another thing. Again, the officiating was not was not great at all. You know, Larry, I, I've been I've been banging my head trying to figure out who does Mahomes remind me of? I mean, is there another player out there that that again you could look at and say, uh, you know, again that that is the prototype for Mahomes? And I don't know if there is one. Maybe a Michael Vick, but Michael Vick doesn't have the accuracy that that a Mahomes had. I mean, he is just incredible in terms of his ability to extend plays with his legs to the last possible second, the ability to throw the ball at all angles. I mean. Archie Manning used to be able to do that on a rollout, throw the ball side on all angles. But I don't know if there's a player, uh, there's been a player in NFL history that's got, that can do what Mahomes has been able to do. Maybe Steve Young. Maybe, maybe. Just because, of course, he was more accurate than Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Steve Young can certainly move and navigate the pocket and do some some amazing things. Uh, you know, and it's but look, they're – I don't think there's going to be uh, a great comparison because I think Patrick Mahomes is his, it's his own guy. Like people are going, we're going to be asking coming up down the line. All right. Uh, who's going to be the next Patrick Mahomes. And that might be something yes. very hard to uh, actually project or even uh, replicate. So, you know, it, but it's, uh, you know, it's something that uh, now you, you hear all the stories coming back. You know, everybody's got their, Oh, we love Patrick Mahomes. This, that, and the other. I find it funny. I mean, we know that uh, the Saints were actually legitimately mm-hmm. <laughs> about to get him, as opposed yes. to all 20 other teams who say, oh, we love them too. Well, we, yeah. you know, the Saints were uh, almost on the clock to get him. And so, uh, so much so where they talked to Breeze about it the night of the draft. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but, but look, it's a game that uh, I figured that the Saints w- would probably lose this game. And yet, it's you know it's a more grand scheme of things here with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, can the Saints beat someone like him? Can they beat someone like Aaron Rodgers? 
Can they beat someone even like Josh Allen? I mean, I think Josh Allen's been playing great. He really has. Yeah, these top-flight quarterbacks, can the Saints compete, put up enough points uh, offensively, and maybe have the defense hold up long enough to win these sort of games? And so that's kind of my overall concern as you move on to the playoffs because, uh, you know, you're not going to be facing cookie-cutter quarterbacks. I mean, you're going to be facing the best of the best. And so I'm uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if the Saints can kind of Right in this ship, just because, let's, Eric, let's think about it. They almost lost to Atlanta. They right. lost to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They lost to Kansas City. And now you're going to be on a short week uh, facing a team, uh, the Vikings, who have basically one more life left to try to even make the playoffs. And they're a team that's kind of had your number the last couple yep. of years, as we, as we know, all too good and well. Yeah. But I want, I want to go back to your quarterback uh, uh, comment for a question because for a moment because – the one thing I can say in the Saints' favor is that, again, they have had a chance to, to see Rodgers this year. So, again, you've had a chance to see him on the field. You've had a chance to play against him. you had a chance to game plan. So you got a chance now to kind of tweak that. You've had a chance now to see Mahomes, who's a different quarterback uh, than what you see in, anywhere else. So, again, you've had a chance to be on the field against him. My concern is being healthy playing these teams. And right now this is not a healthy team. Well, the next time you'd have to play those teams, you would probably hope that you're a little healthier because no you, doubt you won't see Aaron Rodgers until, uh, let's just say, worst-case scenario, uh, week two of the playoffs. I mean, if the Saints mm-hmm. somehow tumbled uh, in the playoff seedings. And you won't see Mahomes again until the Super Bowl. And you wouldn't see Josh Allen, someone like that, until the Super Bowl. And, Correct. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson, you might not see him until at least round two. So, you, you at least got a bunch of weeks to prepare yourself for that. And it's amazing that I'm not even mentioning Tom Brady in this conversation because right. you might see him week one, depending on where you end up mm-hmm. uh, True. in the play- playoffs. And that'll be a but you've had his time. number. Right. But, I mean, hey, this isn't I know. going up against <laughs> He's the, the GOAT. Team. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> You know, he's be hell-bent not to want to lose three times. And and they're playing much better on offense right now. Their weapons are really starting to come into their own with with, with Brady. You saw that yesterday with the second half against Atlanta. Yeah, and like I said, uh, hey, Kyler Murray is one of those dynamic, wild Mm -hmm. quarterbacks that you you have to – if the Saints finish the two seed, Arizona's the seventh seed, that's who you're facing. And you had trouble with someone like Jalen Hurts. You had trouble with someone like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and uh, I could tell you, Kyler Murray's faster than both of those guys. So, <laughs> you know, right. so that's good. And uh, uh, so I'll be curious to see how they handle that, especially, I mean, you're mentioning injuries, and we don't know how injured Trey Hendrickson is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know how long Marcus Williams is going to be out with, with an ankle injury. Uh, you probably want Patrick Robinson back just to kind of shore up that secondary. Uh, he could be back, but but it's not like the defense to me right now is the issue. Like the offense is the issue. I mean, right. the, the defense is holding teams to 20, 20 something points, mm-hmm. and if the Saints you can't win those games, you're not going to win. You, I mean, you're not going to win in the playoffs. I mean, that that's just uh, what it is. 
Well, and again, offense, the byproduct of that has to be, again, getting healthy. I mean, yesterday, one of the issues on offense was was the inability of these young receivers to get separation. And, uh, you know, you saw Breeze kind of hold the ball longer than he had to, which is not a good thing for a guy that's coming back from 11 crack rips. Uh, but with that said, the hope is that, again, these guys are, uh, can come back a little bit healthier. Also, I'd like to see more of an emphasis on the run. I hate to keep pounding on that, Larry. But, again, that, the, 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 you know, when you look at the having a guy like Murray in the backfield along with Kamara, I'd like to see him to run the ball a little bit more. Yeah, I didn't understand why they didn't run it more. I mean, I'm not asking you to run it 40 times and neglect True. the pass game, but you, uh, it's okay to try to run it on first down. But, uh, you know, it seems like uh, they didn't want to do that early, and that, that really kind of surprised me. I thought maybe that could help Drew Brees kind of get his legs under him within the game. And, look, the Chiefs uh, went in as the, they were the 26th-ranked team against the run in the NFL. So I was wondering, uh, why didn't they try to – implement that more uh but maybe the looks that they saw that the chiefs were basically daring them to throw uh, you know so mm-hmm. it's uh, because of drew Brees coming back from the injury and so usually you de- you do that and you're in trouble but uh not not sunday and so uh, yeah I, I think that uh that that game plan i wondered the same thing why didn't they run more on early downs why didn't they get the ball in Kamara's hands more. He had 14 touches total. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know yep. they only ran 52 plays, but uh, you would figure, boy, you want to get your big-time playmaker in the game. And, I mean, one of those touches, he scored a touchdown. So, yep. it's, uh, yeah, I, w- I wondered about that plan. I- I- I'm with you there. And I thought Breeze, he did start off a little rusty. He made some bad decisions. Like he threw in that triple coverage that time. But, I, but again, after the long ball, I thought he kind of settled in a bit. But then it t- he went down to, again, guys like little Jordan Humphrey and Tommy Lee Lewis and Jawan Johnson just not getting the separation. When Traquan Smith, Smith went on, I'm like, oh, you know, they're, they're down to, again, just uh, receivers that are coming off the practice squad now. It wasn't just them not getting separation. I mean, Jared yep. Cook had no separation. Emmanuel Sanders had very little mm-hmm. separation. Uh, you know, it, it was uh, – it's no wonder that uh, Drew Brees struggled. Uh, his numbers yes. looked worse, and it wasn't all on him. I mean, it, it's, a, it's no wonder that Drew Brees had to go to his fifth read uh, before it looked like he was going to get swallowed up, and then all of a sudden Latavius Murray pops open, and they score that touchdown. I mean, that was his fifth read, and – uh, so that you add that all up, and it it all added up to Drew Brees is going 15 of 34. Uh, so not all on Brees, but early I think you're right. I mean, look, the first pass he threw in the double coverage to Taysom Hill. Right. That's not my optimal throw. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. No. Uh, and then triple coverage to Jared Cook, almost picking the mm-hmm. end zone. So uh, yeah, I do feel like he. He got more comfortable as the game went on. But still, uh, when, when you can't trust who you're throwing the football to, uh, it's going to be a tough day at the office, whether he's coming back from injury or not. I would agree. Let's shift gears to LSU. Looks like, uh, first of all, uh, I'd like to get your take on the last couple games after all the toxicity that was around this program, uh, how those guys played the last couple games. Those that stayed did not quit. I think that is the major takeaway that you have to have. And uh, I think that I'm curious to see what happens quarterback-wise when it comes to uh, the spring football because uh, you've seen three three of them play now. 
And so, I mean, is, is it going to go back to a legitimate quarterback battle? Uh, I think that's, uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, of course, you saw Tayshaun Boutte uh, be the five-star guy that everyone knew he would be, and, and he showed that up really early. But, uh, but still, I think morale-wise, and I know uh, we're going to be talking about the breaking news that just happened uh, a few minutes yes. ago, uh, but I do think morale-wise, uh, just to even get players to stick around the program because you know transfer portal just that and the other and there's mm-hmm. going to be they're shifting within the coaching staff and and things like that uh, you know yeah I think it was good to show all right you got you went to Florida and won and then you followed it up in a wild and wacky game and you still beat Ole Miss and so I think that in that sense and your recruiting class I mean top four top three depending on what you looked at uh, mm-hmm. that's that is still a basis of being able to improve next year. Let's go with the breaking news. Again, Ross Dellinger reporting. Uh, also, again, um, uh, I think uh, M. Zenith, I'm not sure who that is, reports uh, uh, Bo Pelini is, not, is, is out uh, as, as the Tigers' defensive coordinator. Defensive line coach Bill Johnson is retiring. Bill Bush is not expected, expected back as, as the safeties coach. Uh, wholesale changes on the defensive end. I'm sure we're going to hear some more about offensive changes as well. Your thoughts? Yeah, Aaron Brody Mill is also uh, reporting that as well. Uh, and so, okay, look, beautiful. We, we we figured that was coming. I mean, it had yep. to come. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it, it it just goes. It, it's a, but it's a crazy climate just because, uh, look, you're paying buyouts, and the LSU football program is uh, tens of millions of dollars uh, in in lost. Uh, revenues this year. So sure. basically this is coming out of people's pockets and uh, I'm, 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 you had to make this move. Like you just had to, and just like with Matt Canada, you had to make the move. And yet I'm like, okay, this is the move you had to make, but you can't screw up the next one. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious to see which direction they go because you cannot screw up the next one. And, how much can you actually afford to pay the next one? Because mm-hmm. you, you're paying Bo Pelini to, to go away, and how much can you pay the next one? I, I think that's, you know, you, you, you figure LSU has the budget to do some of this stuff, but this is a, this is a different environment than a year ago when you're hiring sure. Bo Pelini. So, uh, you know, I, I think all of those factored in. But, uh, I mean, we knew Bo Pelini had to go, and, uh, you know, this, this is just the, the inevitable. With that said, let's shift gears to uh, to Tulane taking on Nevada in the uh, world-famous Idaho Potato Bowl tomorrow. You had a chance to sit down with Willie Fritz. Your thoughts on the Greenies? Yeah, and I'll be writing a column um, uh, off that game tomorrow. So, you, uh, Tulane fans, you can check that out tomorrow at theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, yeah, look, every time I always get a chance to catch up with uh, Coach Fritz, uh, he tells it like it is. And it's, it's his tone when I was talking to him. Of course, he – likes to promote the accolades of what's been going on, but he knows, okay, well, it's, they're not, they're, they're not good with just standing pat. I mean, there's a reason why uh, they, uh, uh, that he had to fire Jack Curtis as defensive coordinator. Defense wasn't good enough. And so uh, they're moving in a different direction there, uh, bringing back uh, this former assistant, uh, Chris Hampton from uh, from Duke, and uh, who was at Tulane uh, for four years before he moved on to Duke uh, for a year. So, uh, look, it's someone that they're familiar with, but uh, they definitely feel like that they have pieces to make this 
team even better next year, but also they know that, okay, seven and six, you know, six and six, seven and six, the best they can do this year is seven and five. Okay. It's almost like you're, you're just flattened out. And so you need to make a next step. And uh, Willie basically points out that they haven't done that yet. And, you know, his job's safe, uh, but they, they certainly need to do that. Uh, a win in the bowl game uh, would be another step to gradually improve, but they know that just mediocre is not where they want to be. And, uh, you know, that's uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're able to rebound come next season. Yep. And that's good to hear, too, because for so long, uh, Tulane accept mediocrity. And, and it's good to see, again, they're not accepting that uh, under Willie Fritz. Always appreciate the time, Larry. I really do. And, again, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Tell the audience about The Athletic. Again, it's still not too late to get The Athletic as a stocking stuffer for a sports fan near you. Uh, or, again, uh, all, the, uh, all the articles you have coming up for us and how they can follow you on social media. Give us the whole nod. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, Theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, buy one subscription. You get one for free. You give it a, a, as a gift. And, of course, you can subscribe even after Christmas if you're, if you're late or, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, and of course, we cover everything locally, nationally, uh, all across the country, and all, all overseas in England and, and Europe and soccer and such. Of course, we, we cover it all. Uh, theathletic.com slash New Orleans and at, on Twitter at Larry Holder. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate the time. Merry Christmas to you. We'll talk next week. All righty. Merry Christmas to you too, buddy. That's uh, Larry Holder. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504 277-7520. 277-7520. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com. 
JCPenney.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. JCPenney's Wrap Up the Joy Sale is on now. Shop and save on last-minute gifts they'll love all in the nick of time. Fill more stockings with this week's extra 25% off coupon. Or to make their holidays really shine, save up to 80% on fine jewelry red bow deals after coupon. For more gift ideas, head to Sephora inside JCPenney and shop their favorite beauty and fragrance brands. Need it fast? Pick up orders curbside. Joy, comfort, peace. JCPenney. Offers valid 1220 to 1224. Conditions and exclusions apply. Sephora excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public. So we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Frozen. Charmin's Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. At Target, we know a good deal means a great deal. This week through Thursday, December 24th, finish off your list with deals on Apple. Save up to 50% on top toys, up to 30% on select home appliances, and up to 20% on select TVs. With the holiday clock ticking, it's never too late to make a lasting impression. With last-minute gifts for everyone on your list. Shop in-store and at Target.com. Bring more to every moment for less. Only at Target. Exclusions apply. We saved serious cash with our Progressive Home and Auto Bundle and used the money to buy a new boat. Who's ready to water ski? <laughs> this is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough for a new boat. They'll probably spend it on rent or gas money or maybe one of those little plastic wading pools for the yard. Ahoy there! Is what the captain might say on the toy boat in your wading pool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. All righty. That's it for me, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. First of all, I want to thank uh, Larry Holder and Glenn Gilbert for joining us on the program. Always great guest. Uh, Rudy back at studio for producing. All of our fantastic sponsors that make this show happen. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. And thank you to those great sponsors. All those sponsors, again, uh, family-owned and operated. Most of those locally-owned and operated. 99% locally-owned and operated. So, again, we thank them uh, for supporting this program. Also, again... Uh, Want to uh, make sure, again, you uh, if you have issues with your air conditioner heating system or you're looking for that generator, wouldn't it be a nice gift for your, for your family to have that standby generator for your home? At Burkhardt, they do single-day installs. They've got financing available for generators. They'll do a new install quality check after one month. And if you have a generator and you need a service, they got you covered. 24-7 emergency service and a, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts uh, for your generator. So uh, how about giving yourself a generator for Christmas and reach out to my friends at Burkhardt acpromise.com acpromise.com coming up next it will be Ken Trahan with all access uh, lessees of uh, CrestedySports.com on the Saints Richie Mills of WGNO is live from Boise the site of the Tulane Bowl game Coach uh, Ryan McNally of the Dallas South Cavaliers on playing in the D D District 2 state title next Monday night in Natchitoches, which you can listen right here on 106.1 FM that's coming up next on all access with Ken Trahan I'm Eric Asher thanks so much for listening have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go.
Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.